I guess the best way to start this is to go back to when it really started to bother me. I was sitting at the hospital. I had a pain management appointment because I've been having bulging discs and, you know, a lot of pain on my knees and my hips. I remember sitting there and I, I was in so much pain on the fucking chair in the waiting room just playing it over and over in my head. Why am I this fucked up? Why can't they just fucking fix the problem? Uh, I was so annoyed. Every time I would go to the doctor, it was just more medication, more anti-inflammatories, more antidepressants, more opioids. You know, let's let's try this. No, let's try this. Here's some muscle relaxers. Here's some for the nerve damage. Here's some to help all the tendons that are fucking up right now. You know, here's here's something for your migraine. And I remember I had about 16 medications on my chart. Different things. Everything. Different things. Um, I suffer a lot from UTIs. So I was always fucking UTIs. Always fucking back trending. You know, females suffer a lot from UTIs. So you know, men keep up with me, please. <laughs> Um, and I'm sitting there in the chair. I'm rubbing my knees and I'm trying to warm them up because when they get cold, they hurt so bad. It feels like they're just stabbing them. So as I sit there, I start talking to God and my dog. You know, like, my goodness, I joined the military to give me and Alex a better life. And here I am, still injured. And I'm pushing. I'm pushing to get better. I want to run. I want to exercise. I want to hike. I, I miss going out. And I feel it getting worse. Now, and then they call my name. How we go in this other room. And they start talking about, you know, you're too young for surgery. But, you know, maybe we can try some steroids on your knees um, and on your lower back to see if it can help be some of the pain. Maybe an epidural could help the spine with all your injuries. Maybe some some shots on the neck for your migraines as well. You know, it's just everything was either being fixed with an injection or a medication. And I was so sick of it. I didn't want to be on fucking medication. Um, so I, le I left the hospital. I was bummed. You know, we're going to try one more medication. Like, I'm tired. Medication, you guys just fix me. And I remember that's the day that I felt that I started falling more and more into depression. I used to be a very active person. I used to love running. Um, I have a husky, so those dogs need you to run them or they will destroy your house. So I was getting in really good shape when I had Goku um, just a couple of years ago, 2017. I he was a year old and I joined the military. And I joined because I was tired of working two three jobs trying to keep up with dense meat um for a single parent the the amount of shit that piles up for you to pay as a single parent the responsibilities everything the stress everything is on you and you gotta take care of these little humans too and it's so stressful you know so single parents my heart goes out to you i didn't want to be on medication i remember Holding the fucking bag of medicine and just tossing it in the backseat and being frustrated and being angry at God for, for a little while on the way home. And every time I fucking come to the hospital, you see all they want to do is fix my fucking pills. And, you know, shouldn't be cursing at God. I try not to, but that's how I am. So I'm learning. I am a work in progress. Remember, wanting things my way already. Like, why? Why do you keep making me go through hard things, God? Why? Like, I could handle it, but it's just come to the point that I don't want to. Like, I don't want to have to be this strong anymore. Like, give me a break. You know? Over time, 
the UTIs were not getting better, you know. So they did a pap smear, came up abnormal, started doing more testing. And then, you know, I'm a woman. So it started fucking with my head, you know. You know, what if there really is something wrong with me? You know, what if I can't have kids anymore? What if it's just fucking god forbid it what if it's cancer you know there was just too many many episodes of these ti's happening so after some testing they found that i was growing some precancerous cells in my cervix and they urged me to get surgery to get that piece of you know of the specimen that was already full of the cells out and i remember i was scared i was like fuck like Every thought went through my head. Like, you're gonna fucking cut a most delicate part of me. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know? And then I was like, fuck, what if I become loose after this? <laughs> oh, shit, I've heard stories about this. Um, I read a lot of stories. And it, you guys, you should read them. You should read them because there's a lot of blogs and moms out there that go through this. And, you know, yes, you're not, you're not alone. But anyway, I had read that a lot of women, you know, their libido drops. And they get depression. They gain weight. Or... They lose weight, can't hold kids, they have miscarriages. Even if you wanted to get pregnant, you couldn't get pregnant. I heard a lot of women say that they had the surgery and they jumped back to their colon or jumped to their breast and they ended up, you know, getting some kind of cancer and then it just kept going everywhere and then they had leukemia and then everything, everything, everything bad. They were telling me and I was trying not to pay attention to it. I was trying to be over here in my own thing, but eventually it caught up to me. It started slowly you know gonna get worse and little by little i did get worse i told them to give me six months to think about the surgery that i wanted to try to do something more natural to try to help my body fight these bad cells out naturally because i was just fucking sick and tired of medication and this is a big surgery you know i mean it might not be for you guys but it's it's a pretty big surgery um I remember I was I was trying to be more plant-based, more, you know, open to vegetables and fruits. And I've, I've eaten fruits along my life, vegetables, but it was I was a terrible eater. It was always pizza and wings and burgers and chow mein and, you know, let's go eat over here. Like, hey, I heard it's it over here. Let's go try this place. And um, it's, it's caught up, <laughs> unfortunately. Along with all the medication that I've taken, other side effects, it started to catch up. I had the six months to do what I had to do for my body. And I wasn't completely disciplined, so it did not work. In March 2021, I had the surgery. I had a cold knife biopsy and they cut a piece of the cervix out. And I remember it was around this time of year january um and they had told me you know you're gonna have the surgery in march and i was like i don't want to fucking have the surgery i have gut feeling that something's gonna be wrong or something's gonna come out wrong and i don't want to do it something in my heart was just telling me don't do it something in my gut was just like don't do it <laughs> but these motherfuckers and coats scared me so i did it after that for a whole month i was in and out of the hospital i had non-stop throwing up, um, nausea, migraines, acid reflux, GERD, pain in the abdominal. I couldn't hold my food down. I started bleeding from my incision and it became infected. I was in and out of hospitals and I felt like they weren't helping me there. So I began going to different hospitals. I had lost seven pounds within two weeks and I was so 
shocked. I was scared. I was what the fuck is going on? And little by little, I, I started getting better. They gave me antibiotics. It kind of helped. But the side effects were always fucking me up. You know, something in my stomach kept hurting. And it wasn't like, oh, something small and it goes away. It was right above my belly button. It just felt like they were just stabbing the shit out of my stomach. And it kept hurting. And I, I remember I was like, it's, you're fine. You're fine. June came. We're good. Started, you know... Being able to walk more, pushing myself, trying to work out, started doing my own physical therapy because, you know, with the pandemic, all the appointments have been pushed back and I haven't really been able to go in for an appointment. It took me a long time though to find a physical therapist. I eventually kept having the pain in my stomach. It began getting worse and worse with certain foods. I didn't understand what was going on. I started talking shit to my daughters. <laughs> I told them, you know, after the surgery, I had been nonstop in and out of hospitals. And by this time, it was the end of July, I think. And I was nervous as school was starting the end of August. And I wanted to be good. I didn't want to be tired. I didn't want to be fucked up from my legs that I couldn't walk across campus. I didn't want to be in bed anymore. I had too many days of bed rest trying to give my body enough time to rest so I could recuperate and, you know, give it the time to heal. And during that time that I was sick, you guys, um, I don't know if you guys have seen Naruto. <laughs> I love this show. There's a the part where one of the ninjas gets very, very hurt. Um, he was in a competition and one of the other kids um, fucked him up. <laughs> and they tell this ninja, you know, you should kind of give up being a ninja. You know, there's no way you're going to come back from your spinal injuries. And I remember I saw this episode and I was bawling my eyes out because I felt like Rocky. Uh, you know, I felt the depression he was going through in the episode. Everything he was feeling, I was feeling the despair that anxiety that you won't be able to do something you love anymore just completely broke and devastated me and i remember little by little i started getting consumed in this darkness started like a ring and i would close my eyes it would just be like like ring just in my mind very heavy very heavy and and scary and and weird and it's just you have yourself thinking what the fuck is going on you know um I knew that with depression, it was only going to get worse. So now I have very, very wonderful people around me. And uh, we decided to not give in to the depression. So we started painting and drawing. And I remember I saw this big blur shit in my mind. I, I started meditating and I, I would draw things. I would try to paint or draw whatever I was seeing in my mind. Um, and, and things became very, very more alive and very more vivid. Um, I want to say in July, sometime in July. It could be April, it could be wrong, but it was in April. And then that was a whole story. That's going to be in the story ahead. I'll tell you all about it. But I remember I was painting things and I, I painted something and it was just really bugging me. And at first I was like, I don't know, I just, you know, it's a bunch of red stuff and black stuff and fucking looks like you're on your fucking period. You took out a tampon and you slashed the fucking period and blood all over it. What my painting looked like? Right? So little by little, you know, I started getting ready for school, started working out, started eating more. I was motivated, but I was still losing weight. I was still very tired. I would visit family and it would take me three days to prepare for a family event and to me it was an event because it was a whole fuck ton of energy just to say hello to all the kids and all the adults 
And if you're Mexican, <laughs> or you come from a family of a lot of siblings, you have to say hello to everyone because you have manners, you know. So I remember that I was so frustrated because so much of my energy was consumed within like an hour or two of just being around people. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Why am I so tired? So, you know, what does every millennial Mexican girl do? Call her mom. <laughs> my mom tells me that. You need more vitamin. Tienes que comer bien. You have to eat healthier. You know, by this time, yes, I had already been a little bit more plant-based in my life. I had stopped drinking completely. 2021. Um, had a bartending job that I couldn't go back to because of how sick I got. And I remember I was so devastated because I needed the money, you know. I couldn't work. I have all these injuries that limit me to do the things I need to do in a job requirement. Um, I began having these migraines that were so terrible. I felt like they were just stabbing my brain. And every day, I would get more and more consumed in this darkness. Like, what is going on? I remember I started school and I was doing really good. I was kept trying to push because I keep pushing my studies because of my health for one fucking reason or another i get sick or, or my injuries get really bad and it's just so annoying and i was just i'm tired of that fucking routine every other semester you know one semester do good and then one semester shit and it's just i haven't had a good semester in school since i came back from the military because my injuries have taken so much from me and it hurt me so much to getting stuck i started getting more and more sick and i thought i had covid so when i got to a test went to the hospital and they told me i had severe GERD they gave me like this acid cocktail they call it and it's like lidocaine i think in fluid form to help all the inflammation in your chest and all the acid that's coming up i became friends with some of the nurses at the emergency room because they would have to do an ekg so they have to get in your chest to put all the patches right and i lost so much weight that you know i have the bra on by the bras an empty cup <laughs> so i get really self-conscious and just make a joke of it and just like, no, well, there's no more tits there, so, you know, don't feel bad about licking or touching. <laughs> and a, a lot of these ladies were very, very wonderful women. Don't worry, baby, you're going to get better, you know. They ran tests, and they would find inflammation in my abdomen. They would find inflammation in the colon, and I, I was so annoyed. I was like, what the fuck? So I went home, and, you know, I was talking to my boyfriend and I was telling him, you know, they keep saying that it's just inflammation, but it feels like it's something more than that. It hurts. And eventually over time, I did get worse. I couldn't eat any solids. I was surviving on fluids. Throughout the day, I, I was just trying to survive on anything my body was willing to take and it wasn't taking anything. I was feeling weaker and weaker every day and I was being... I was being told I was crazy. All your lab work um, doesn't show that there's anything else wrong other than just a little bit of inflammation. And I remember I, I heard those words and I thought I was fucking crazy. And I was at home telling myself, you're fucking crazy. Then like, they usually think that there's nothing wrong with you. But my gut kept telling me there's something wrong. I don't fucking believe them. Fuck these doctors. So I kept complaining and complaining that I had pain. Nothing was working. The opioids weren't working. And I really, really try not to take them, you guys. I really try not to take them because 
it's so much shit that it does to your body and it's been so long already that you don't want to put any more shit in your body unless you absolutely have to so try not to put any opioid up any pain i would try to smoke weed instead you know try to meditate try to draw or i even if i sit in a jacuzzi i will get in the jacuzzi and do some therapy in there and move around my hips are on and it was helping my hips it was helping my knees and it was helping me you know, focus what's going on in my stomach. Little by little, I got bad and I went down to 100 pounds in October. And I was so angry. My doctor said, there's something fucking wrong. You guys are not checking it. So you guys better do a fucking endoscopy and a colonoscopy and get down to the bottom of this shit. I was frustrated. I was angry. I have never been thinner in my life. I was losing my hair. I had hemorrhoids coming out of my ass. I had pain in my chest i cried myself to sleep every single day i couldn't eat i could not eat and it's so horribly to go through a phase of life that your body will not take any food to nourish yourself because everything is so fucked up inside over 21 was the day that i had my colonoscopy and i remember that was one of the worst days of my life but it's the day i was able to wake the fuck up i had a colonoscopy i waited for my answers and the collateral of being sick, being injured, being bed rested, being in and out of hospitals throughout the year. The depression really got the family, um, got my son. And I, kn I knew that I had to give it another push because I had to live for him. I could not leave him. I remember I was feeling like I was dying. I had no energy. I couldn't scream for help because my throat was so irritated of all the up i had been doing for months my head was pounding that i couldn't sleep and all the migraines all the episodes of the migraines that would come to me in a day were just so terrible it would drain my energy it would leave me feeling worthless useless like an empty box i felt like i was being consumed by darkness i was giving up hope to live and after that day I swear I was going to give it my push, but I wanted God to lead me. He had been watching over me and taking care of me. And I felt like he has just been testing me and testing me. And I was close to something. So at night, I remember I closed my eyes and I prayed to God to let me see the light in this darkness. Because all I saw was darkness. And I asked him, please guide me. Please help me get through this. And to let my story help other people get through their darkness and heal chapter one i hope you like thank you all for being here it's so wonderful I'll talk to you guys soon have a great day god bless you